I hate to always be so apocalyptic on these things. <laughs> I like that you bring that energy to the table. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Pop Up, the show where we analyze commercials. I'm Daniel Rivers. I'm a scholar and critic working in the cultural studies. And I'm Dylan Wall. I uh, worked in the film industry for several years, and before that I studied film and film theory in college. We decided to do this podcast because I've been seeing a lot more commercials recently. I just uh, recently got cable for the first time in like a decade. Uh, and I feel like commercials are this weird window into, if nothing else, than an algorithm's idea of what society uh, most wants and, and what they want you to believe that you most want. Yeah, and we're living in the time of the pop-up where commercials are insinuating themselves into ever deeper reaches of our intimate lives. and yeah, so all over the place. All over the place. And so this shows a way of taking an honest look and talking back. Uh, with that said, dilly dilly, my friend. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Oh, no, I mean, <laughs> You're about to. Oh, Lord. All right. Dilly uh, dilly it is. You want to describe this first frame? What are we looking at? Sure. So it looks like we're looking at a dinner in something, some fancy room that is possibly an old castle or a church. There are people in period garb, maybe in front of a king or a wedding party. It's a little unclear. Yeah, I think that's a good read. And then just read what's in the very top left, because that's, oh. of course, obvious given this decorum you just described. Sure. So the title, or the YouTube title at least, is Bud Light Commercial 2017 Banquet. And here we go. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What? Is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the Pit of Misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of Misery! Dilly dilly! Here's to the friends you can always count on. That was the first dilly dilly commercial. Hmm. This shit has exploded. Oh yeah? They're, they're building a universe around dilly dilly. The universe of anti-craft beer. Yes. Thoughts? Thoughts. I want a Bud Light. <laughs> What's next? So yeah, let's, let's just crank through a few and, and see where it goes. And then we can actually talk about the campaign. Right, so now we're on to the court wizard. Well done, wizard. You are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. dilly, dilly. What would you have me do now, your majesty? Turn that into Bud Light. Okay. Now turn that statue into Bud Light. You know, Your Highness, I can do other things. I can put a curse on your enemies. I can make you immortal. Yeah, no, just the Bud Light thing. Here's to the friends you can always count on. They did the first commercial, and it, it almost immediately became a meme and a hashtag on, on all the social media platforms. They are always aired during sporting events, like baseball and football. Well, okay. I guess football is the only one we've had so far, but like all over college football and uh, NFL. And I don't know about basketball because I don't watch it, but probably basketball too. Yeah. And I'll say just from my sort of view of it, light beer is also really popular at those sporting events, right? It's like a tailgate beer or among people who are athletic and want to drink a lot, especially a lot of quantity, but not, yeah. Well, I'm curious to keep going. Yeah. I can't say that I really like anyone in these commercials yet. Which is excellent. I can't wait to keep <laughs> talking about this with you. All right. Yeah, let's All go. Right. Men, women, dilly dilly! 
Sure, we may be outnumbered. 20 to 1. They may have more men, more horses. And their horses may be faster and more intelligent than ours. They have arrows with fire, which uh, probably don't hurt more than the regular ones. And unlike them, we have very little training. Um, look, I'm going to level with you guys. We're out of Bud Light. And they have some! So dilly dilly! <laughs> Now it ends to be continued. All right, so what, what do you think? Having seen now virtually the whole campaign, what are your thoughts? I really don't care. Okay. Excellent. I mean, for the purposes of this podcast, <laughs> I'm curious. But I'm also like, I feel like these commercials underscore to me why I gave up on non-streaming television. Expand on that. Yeah, I feel like it's just sort of nonsense, you know? And yeah. I could see how through iteration it memes itself and like you might like start a dilly dilly joke because these freaking dilly dilly commercials are always on and but but like i feel like i could just give the biggest possible metaphorical and physical shrug right now <laughs> yeah i feel like this is like the prototypical commercial right like this is when you when someone says commercial or like i saw a commercial during the show i was watching last night this is the thing you picture. There's a, a, a lot of nonsense and literally nonsense words. The costumes are ridiculous. The writing is ridiculous. They put the bare minimum effort into a clever script. And then like they cast actors whose job it is, is to look like they don't care about the period that they're in, right? All in all, it is, it is striving so hard for the flashy mediocrity that is commercials on TV. Totally. Agreed. And yet, well, I actually read a couple articles about this. They did the first one and it took off and sales went up and a separate beer ended up going viral because they did their own Dilly Dilly. They made a brew, yeah, that was Dilly Dilly. The agency that promotes Bud Light sent a person to deliver a, a, an oral cease and desist in period costume. Ben Roethlisberger, uh, who's, he's a, the, starting quarterback on the Steelers. He called an audible called Dilly Dilly, created and, and called it in a game. Like this has become the commercial campaign of the last couple of months. Well, it reminds me of like a frat house meme. If you hang out, um, as some of us maybe did, during college with a bunch of macho straight men who make sort of like either nonsensical or off-color jokes, and then like something somehow lands often when people are drunk and it just sort of memes itself through the group and hangs around for months and or years. It's this sort of dilly dilly like nonsense. It's primary momentum is nostalgia for having laughed once. It's an inside joke, right? That's what an inside joke is. Yeah. And frankly, that's kind of what memes are for a lot of people. Like, you know, I think one of the things that makes memes catch on is that everybody's craving to be a part of this inside joke even if all it is is the, the memory of one chuckle, you know? Yeah. And yeah, with that in mind, Bud Light basically created an inside joke and people grabbed it. Yeah, totally. What I suspect is with something like light beer, it's not that you're needing to create a market. And in fact, as we see in the first episode, they're fighting back against this other kind of cultural attitude. And maybe that's the initial gesture, sure. is against sort of craft beer. 
But from then on, it's more, I mean, the by using the sort of like bro code call out approach, it seems to me that more what they want is when you're already gonna go get beer, get light beer, to tug on that sort of sense of friendship or camaraderie, right? Which right. in this political moment, the sorts of seemingly innocuous homosocial or male group sort of bonding, association, memeing, there's an insularity into it in the sense of the us, the us that just aren't understood. And then at the end, we're at to the battle, defending Dilly Dilly in this nation of Bud Light love. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, do we want to brand it? Let's brand this thing. All right. Silly, silly. Dilly, dilly, motherfucker. Broy, broy. Broy, broy, shrug. I feel like dilly, dilly is just it. <laughs> I don't even care to fight against it. And yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Let's just say one of those is probably a great brand. Agreed. It's... You'll insert a cup for it's it there, right? right here. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to Pop Up. Uh, I am once again Dylan Wall. And I'm Dan Rivers. And you can subscribe to our channel on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can support the show financially on Patreon if you find some value in this show or in my other show, Crib Notes. Um, you can come in starting at just $1 a month. And uh, already with that tier, you'll still get uh, some pretty cool rewards. And it helps us out, helps sustain sort of our um, time and ability to make this. Yeah. And we're still in the early, early part of the show, the early season. So so please tell your friends, your loved ones, your enemies, help us grow our audience. So if you work at an office, just go on the lunch break to everyone else's computers and start pop-up running. Exactly. And when they get back to their desks and they see something called pop-up right on their front screen, I am sure that will draw them right in. <laughs> yeah. Or just say you're welcome. You're welcome. And and we'll say thank you for the listen. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, although as of yet we haven't been super active. we got to work on that. Yeah. At pop-up the podcast. And uh, that's also our email address, popupthepodcast at gmail.com. If you have an idea for a good commercial we should look at or a better brand for one we've already looked at. Such as this one. But shoot that to us in an email. We'll read the really good ones on the air. And if you have a commercial that um, seems like it would fit for us, we will totally uh, snag that from you and thank you on there. Uh, anything else? No, that's it. We'll see you next week. We will see you next week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.